welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host as usual, Amanda, and I'm joined by some of my favourite boys today. As usual, it's all boys in this podcast except me. So, first, I'm joined by Luke. Hey, ho! <laughs> Hi, I miss you. Hey, I miss you too. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm also joined by Nick. Just want to point out, like, it's not that we don't want other girls involved in this. We're very much looking for <laughs> other females to actually join the network in any capacity. It's just they're not very forthcoming. No, so if you're a girl with a podcast or you're a girl that really likes Universal, hit us up. Or you just want a podcast. Like, you don't even have to have a podcast, just if you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Come and join. I'm sick of being surrounded by so many men all the time. Some of us aren't really men, though, are we? Let's be honest. (laughs) No, that Craig. (laughs) Correct. Anyway, hi, Nick. Hi. And we also have a super special guest who hasn't been on the podcast for a long time, and that's Ash. Hello, it's good to be back. And it's not Girl Ash, it's Boy Ash. Boy Ash, yeah. Yeah. Girl Ash sometimes makes a sneaky appearance now that I live with her, but Boy Ash is back. So, I've got quite a bit to get through now that I've posted things on Facebook and I've just looked at all the comments, so... Before we get into that, I'm going to start how we usually do with what we're drinking, and I'm going to go back in the same order. So, Luke, what are you drinking? A nice, refreshing Coca-Cola. No, you need Baja Blast. Well, I have (laughs) two 12-packs left. (laughs) Honestly, I just feel disappointed every time that you don't say it. There's so much. I gotta save it, though. For what? The apocalypse? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's one of those. Well, because they uh, they always sell during the summer, so you know I gotta stock up. To be fair, he does live in Trump's America, so I understand. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't know why this thought just popped into my head, but I just need to get off my chest really quick because I watched a thing on YouTube yesterday of um. Because have you seen the thing of the guy who posted, I think it was about Avengers that he was talking about and about how he was like really excited for it. And then some girl shared it saying like that it was creepy and he was weird. Huh? For like being so interested in it. Um, But then I found something on YouTube about people who are like super in love with things in theme parks. And I was like, everybody can like stuff. I feel like this oh. is going to offend me. And it was a woman who was in an actual, well, not an actual relationship, in her head was in a relationship with a fairground ride. Yeah, I know. I've, oh. I've seen this. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I was watching, like, this cannot be real. Like, I can't handle this. Yeah. Wait, so, like, how do I marry men in black? Mm. Luke, I'm going to send oh. you this. <laughs> and, yeah, get some I mean, if you're super into it, I'm sure yeah. they could keep it work. Is this like taboo? Like, like that show. I don't know. It was on TLC, so you know. Mm. You, you know what kind of show it is yeah. if it's on TLC. I made I made a very up. fatal mistake once. Like one late late at night, I was channel hopping and I I came across uh, nine that sounds wrong. Um <laughs> well, I've said it now. Right, 90 day fiance. Okay. 
and it wasn't even 90 Day Fiance. It was like 90 Day Fiance, like 90 days later or something stupid like that. And I was like, what is this nonsense? And I just had it on for like a few minutes. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen in the next part because they, there's like a little cliffhanger bit. I'll, I'll just watch that and then, you know, ju- just just to my own morbid curiosity, you know, I just watched a little bit more um, and I got proper addicted. I don't know what it is about TLC shows, but it's like catnip. Honestly, oh, yeah. yeah. I started off with a theme park thing and I ended on a, this giant man who was like a baby and had like a purpose built baby seat oh. and like would only eat baby food. But he was like, I don't even know how much he must have weighed, like 30 or 40 stone. Like he was gigantic oh in this little baby chair. And I was like, you can't only be eating baby food. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <not. laughs> Honestly, I, just, I got sucked into a black hole. Where people dress up as dogs. Have you seen that one? Yeah. No, but I, oh, I did furries? also watch one about Ronies <laughs> that was also fairies. <laughs> What's the... Yeah, uh, I've seen the My Little Pony one. We get This is getting really dark really quick. Yeah. I, I better yeah. stop before I say <laughs> My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, and I do need a drink after that. Um, I have got a Bud Light. I'm, I'm going through the ones I bought for the, um, the bank holiday weekend that we just had. So cheers, everybody. Buzz Light is back. Oh, yeah. Okay, Ash, I know that you'll have something interesting. Uh, I, can you guess what I've got? I hope that it's Blue Moon. I have got a Blue Moon. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Just because it reminds me of being in Florida, even though it's a Belgian-type beer made by Coors, it reminds me of being in Orlando. But my mother-in-law bought me a case of it, so I'm working my way through that at the moment. And it's so freaking expensive here. I know. Well, she, well, she, my my girlfriend's parents own a bar, so she got it, like, cost price so that wasn't too bad it's weird it's weird though look now you mention it because i associate it with america for the same reasons yet as you correctly say it's a belgian beer yeah it just seems really popular in on in and around orlando yeah reminds me of that yeah same and it gets you drunk really quick (laughs) everything gets you drunk everything does get me drunk really quick but blue moon especially but i tried a beer a few weeks ago i was in like a tiny little pop-up pub they call it micro pubs i think Um, and they only had like three beers left that weren't crossed out on this board and i was like i'll take anything honestly and i think it was like jai jai per jai per jai per i don't know how to say it's like j-a-i-p-u-r um but i had one of those and i was smashed yeah like i had to go to bed with my leg hanging over the bed because i felt like the room was spinning and i was like what is in this (laughs) but nowhere over here does blue moon apart from weatherspoons which is weird yeah they were but they were the first chain as well to do calls on tap okay so they they must have it, it must be something to do with the breweries yeah um but yeah i agree like you you don't i've seen it a few times in london actually yeah, but it's it's not very common to find Blue Moon on tap. Yeah, no, I feel like if I see somewhere with a sign outside that says Blue Moon, I automatically want to go there. Even oh, I would say shit. That. Yeah, 100%. I I've seen a few places have signs outside to say Blue Moon, and you're not going to get a pint of Blue Moon in there. That's uh, all I'm saying. I mean, I found one in Derby last week. Yeah, well, like, this is gonna have it, and it's cool as fuck. There's all trees inside. And neon. Was you in a forest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that jaipur, jaipur, whatever it is, really got to me. <laughs> All I've got is that um, 
Pussycat Doll song in my head now. Yeah. <laughs> it, honestly, yeah. that's what I think of every time that I think about the story. Because <laughs> I don't know how to say it, so that's what that's what I sing in my head. Jai ho. <laughs> okay, so I'm not drinking either of those things. I'm drinking Budweiser. Full fat, okay. Ooh. Full, full fat Budweiser. I drank a lot of Bud Light over the weekend because for once I was off for the weekend. I was off all week on a little holiday. Um, so yeah, I'm Bud Lighted out, so I felt like Budweiser is today. So Budweiser, I'm still waiting on that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that we've gone off on a tangent and the stuff is going to actually be two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't ever just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Let's get on to the whole point of this show. The Universal Theme Parks News Roundup is sponsored by WP Magic Journeys. To find great prices for your next Disney holiday, as well as letting someone take the stress of booking your fast pass and dining reservations, contact Wendy at WPMagicJourneys.com or WP Magic Journeys on social media. Mention Diz After Dark for $25 off your deposit. It is a smart way to book your dream Disney holiday. Which is a little game that we've stolen from Diz After Dark. And that is, have you, how many episodes have you done on this now, Nick? One. One, just one. Okay, so, okay, we're one for one. So basically what we're going to do in this first segment of the show is... We all had to pick one park, but the park is Universal Studios for this one. We're also going to do one on islands. One ride, one drink, one meal. One vision. (laughs) One dream. (laughs) So we're all going to do our own little bits of it, and then I post this in our super secret listener group for you guys to tell us what you'd pick. And I'm excited to go through them because I quickly glanced at it because I didn't want those answers to confuse my actual answers. And you guys have done some pretty good, pretty good shouts on there. I'm excited. So, Luke, do you want to go first? Sure. I know that you'll right. be like basically the same as mine anyway, I think. Yeah, mine's going to be pretty, uh, pretty average. Okay, so, so first off, park this week is Universal Studios. All right, I'm going to pick Universal Studios for the park. Um, <laughs> nice one. Good choice. Uh, the ride, Men in Black, clearly. Oh, of course. <laughs> Do I have to explain why? I mean, you can. If you want right. to. I mean, don't because, feel obliged. Because Men in Black has my heart. Ah. Uh, no, I, oh, hang on, hang on. I've right. seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> is this because we were talking about falling in love with a roller coaster earlier? Because, like, you don't uh, literally have to do that. Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Just checking. Just checking. Have you ever maxed out on it, Luke? Of course. Yeah. Or is that a lie? Is that Heck a yeah. Well, no, no, no. Hang on, Ash. Just be, very, just be very clear when you say you maxed out on it, what you mean that to be for Luke. Because Luke could yeah, really interpret that. Yeah. Yeah. Once I get 10,000, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you gonna say? <laughs> but Luke is like the men in black championship, honestly. Ash, like oh, every good. single time, I'm like, I'm beating you this time, like 100. I'm beating you, <laughs> yeah. and I never have. Yeah, heck yeah, beats everybody. Like, remember yeah. when Universal did that men in black challenge and they had like a team of vloggers and then they had like people from universal social media like matt corn and people um like luke would have beat everybody in a car by himself 
Ooh. I don't want to get that cocky, but hey, sleep? thanks. <laughs> so good. Okay. So, yeah. what was so, your meal? Meal. Uh, this one's tough because, you know, I like to go cheap. So, I either go for Krusty Burger or Bumblebee's Tacos. But I think I want to go with Bumblebee's Tacos. God the, damn it, uh, Luke. Oh, crap. Sorry. Was that yours? <laughs> I've never had anything from that little taco truck. It is really good, actually. I it is really good. good but value. you have to put up with the cucaracha mm-hmm. for like 20 minutes before <laughs> queuing up to... to... Yeah. What do you mean put up with? That's why I got there in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the, uh, I don't know, the Korean ones, the Korean beef tacos. A good choice. Uh, those are my favorite. I and feel like then, I need uh, to look up this menu and see what they have. They have a steak taco, a yeah. chicken taco, and the Korean beef taco. Oh, well, I guess can't eat there anyway then, can I? And some, and some nachos. There's, oh, I'll have nachos. <laughs> there is, I'm, I'm almost certain there is a Bing taco. Bing? Bing. I thought you said thing. I thought you meant. I did. I was like, "What is this? Is this like Satan all over again?" Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I didn't, I didn't um, have that last time because when I last went there, I was a meat eater. But I'm almost certain there was a a vegetarian option. Mm, Perfect. So, what was your drink, Luke? Drink. I. um, What do you say? Or snack, like you don't have to do drink. You can do snack if you want to. Oh, I mean the drink. I'd probably just refill my uh, refillable cup. You know, it's like eight bucks to refill all day. And then I'd uh, the peach vitamin water. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably what I drink. <laughs> I never get those refillable cups. I know that it's such good value because it's like four dollars for a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Which is excessive. Like that's that's crazy. Um, I didn't pay that for like a whole like pack of water in England. So I don't know why the frick I pay it in the park for one bottle. But I just can't be bothered to carry in the big cup around with me. Yeah, that does get kind of annoying. But it's nice when you have a backpack. Yeah, I feel like I'll get one and we can keep it in your backpack then. Perfect. <laughs> Solved all the problems. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Nick, what would you pick? Um, I mean, I think the other week I said The Mummy is probably my favourite ride at Universal. So I think I'd probably stick to my guns with that one, um, just because Jaws isn't there anymore. Um, oh, yeah. Um, as to as to what to eat, I don't know, right? Because the, the problem is, is I've not been there since I've stopped eating meat and mm-hmm. like the tacos are really really good and I loved eating there and I also had some fried chicken from um the food the the Springfield food court yeah um. yes that's right <laughs> um so but I mean that that there now um like I'm just looking at the menus of everything and there's not a lot of vegetarian food which I think you've said before Actually, yeah, it's not great for vegetarians. Um, there seems to be better offerings at the hotels because isn't that where you get the impossible burger? It is, but now Mel's that Mel's um dining, diner, dining, Mel's dining, um, now sell the impossible burger too. 
Oh, well, then that's probably where I'd go. Although, I mean, uh, Lisa's Tea House of Horror does have a few veggie options. Um, it does have yeah. good wraps. Yeah, so uh, it'd probably be there. I can't believe like, I honestly thought Bumblebee Man had some vegetarian options, but I just looked at the menu and there's nothing there. <laughs> even yeah. even the nachos come with beef or chicken. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it sucks. Um, and also, I've, I've never eaten too much at Universal, to be honest. I just normally eat at City Walk. I don't normally eat inside the resort, so that's a learning curve. But yeah, Lisa's Tea House of Horror is probably where I'd go, get the veggie wrap there. That sounds quite nice. Um, Drink-wise, um, it would have to be Dufftoberfest. Uh-huh. Good choice. Or a Blue Moon. Of course. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, Ash, guest of honour. Um, I think I found picking a ride really hard, so I'm not even sure I'm, it's the right decision. But but I've actually picked Escape from Gringotts. Okay. Interesting. And, and part of the reason why is I've, I've heard quite a lot of, I don't know if hate's the right word, but a lot of people sort of moaning about it. And I adore it. And I don't know if if that's just me but I mean I before I went on that ride I was really excited to go and see Diagon Alley and I watched whichever Harry Potter film it sort of correlates to and I thought the way that they worked that ride in that really puts you in that film was really clever and it really basically the first time I rode that ride I nearly come off in tears so like I was I loved it that much so that's why I've picked that I'll be honest like I'd heard a lot of like you I'd heard a lot of negativity before we'd gone before I'd I'd gone there and seen it and I came off the ride and I was like why why all the hate for it because like I, I thought it was great yeah, plus you get to go through Diagon Alley to, to get on it, and that is pretty special. That is the first time Craig ever saw me speechless. Like, my my jaw dropped because <clears throat> I completely, even though I'd seen the adverts for it, I completely forgot that it was there. And when you kind of walk towards the wall and you have to kind of skirt around, and as you walk around, it just unfolds in front of you. Like, yeah. it literally took my breath away. I just, It's just so perfectly done. Such yeah. a good area. Me too. The first time I went in, I remember we, we got in early hours. They let us in early. Even though we weren't staying at one of the hotels, they, they actually sort of didn't care and just let us in about a half hour early. How did you swindle that? I, I, literally, I just walked up with my ticket and expected them to say no. And they just went, yeah, carry on. And I went in and I remember walking into Diagon Alley and there was basically nobody there. And I was just like, my jaw was just just dropped. So that's that's why I've picked that ride. Wow, on head. I freaking love Gringotts so much, though. Like, I feel like I forget how much I love it until I go back on it, and then I'm like, wow, this is, like, an insanely good ride. Yeah, it's brilliant. Love everything about it. Okay, so what meal did you pick? Um, I've picked anything from Mel's Drive-In. And anything? Well, well, a burger from there. That's, <laughs> that's what it does, isn't it? Um, but, I mean, I'm like Nick in that I've, I haven't, really sat down that much at Universal and, and sort of eaten. I, I sort of go out to City Walk as well. And whenever I do, it's just quick service. And this is this is kind of quick service. But as I'm like you and I've been going for 
quite a few years. It's it just reminds me of going when I was a kid because I always used to go in there when I was a kid. And the jukeboxes at least used to work, so you can sit down and have your burger and and you know pick a song on the jukebox. And I felt that that was really cool. And they do good milkshakes in there as well. Um, so it just sort of reminds me of that of, of of when I was a kid when I used to go there. So it's kind of a tradition. So that's why I picked that. What do that you, was a lovely reason. What just just on that though, what do you think it is that I mean I've been to Universal three times and the only time I've had a sit down meal is at the Harry Potter restaurants. Both yeah. of them now. I had breakfast at the free um is it the free broomsticks? No, the free broomsticks is Hogsmeade, isn't it? Yeah. What's the other side? I don't know. The leaky cauldron. That's it. Yeah. So we had breakfast in there. And when I went, when, it, when Hogsmeade first opened, we had lunch, um, the free broomsticks. And the food was fine, but I'd never really investigated properly, like the like sit-down food, because it all just seems to be like quite similar. Like, there's a lot of burgers everywhere. Springfield's, when that opened up, that was quite good, because you got different options in that food court. But what what do you think it is that, you know, it's caused both of us to kind of go, we don't actually eat often in the parks. That's what we should be doing. For me, I don't, even in Disney parks, I don't really sit and eat, uh, sit down and eat. I'm a bit um, of a, of a sergeant major when I get in the parks. I'm like, we've got to get on this ride. We've got to get Mm. on that ride. We've got to do this. And for me, sitting down and eating a meal, like I've never been to Mythos, although I do want, I do want to go, but I I just be looking at watch thinking I can go on two or three rides in this time. I will be going on this next trip. I've, I've decided that. Honestly, like everybody says that to me all the time. Like, oh my God, it's such a waste of time sitting down for such a long time. But me and Luke can go in, order our pad thai, and eat it like in the same amount of time it'd take us to go to somewhere like Mel's and get a burger. Like, they're so quick yeah. with it. Okay. Sometimes. You know what else I think it might be <laughs> is is the, the the parks don't really open that late. So for me, if the park's closing at 7 o'clock or, or around that time, I don't eat until about that time anyway. So I may as well go out and eat at City Walk on my way out rather than eat what would be earlier for me in the park. True. That is a good point. Okay, so if you were going to pick a drink, what drink would you pick? Um, it's Duff as well for me, but that's because I just I love going into Moe's. I think that's really cool, and that's normally where I will go when I um do stay in screen if I do if I do horror night. So yeah. so. Quite Are we talking it. regular Duff, Duff Light, or Duff Toberfest? Just a regular Duff's fine. I quite like regular Duff. Thought it was really good actually. I, I love regular duff. I, I super almost liked went, duff toe best. Yeah, I think. Sorry, it's, Nick, carry on. No, I was just going to say I almost went for. Actually, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you what my other drink would have been later on, just in case you say it, Amanda. But yeah, carry on with the duff, the duff love. Oh, um, so I really loved duff toe best until this last trip that I went on, and I don't know what it was about this year's batch of it, but I just really didn't like it. Oh, really? I know, and I was so like, I was so excited all day, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna wait till horror nights. I'm gonna get my freaking Dufftoberfest. Cannot wait. And then I got it, and I was like, nope. <laughs> did you like the pumpkin beer that they did at horror nights? Hard no. No, it wasn't. No, good. like I really, really wanted to, but I just it was disgusting. I tr- I really tried to finish it, but Steve Manry had to finish it for me. It was so bad. <laughs> it it was about eleven dollars a pint, so I I made sure that I enjoyed it. But wow. 
But going off on a tangent as well, I know Nick is a Pepsi fan. Do you, do you remember when it was Pepsi in the parks and not Coke? No, I think... Back in the day. No, I mean, the first time I ever went was 2007. So I think at that time it was Coke Central like everywhere is nowadays. Yeah. Um, but isn't is SeaWorld... I want to say SeaWorld's Pepsi, isn't it? I think SeaWorld is Pepsi, or at least used to be. Mm. Yeah, and you used to get free Budweiser at SeaWorld. Oh, my God. Oh, those were the days. (laughs) Discovery Cove. Like, when we went to Discovery Cove, and they were like, oh, here's your ID, so you can get all the free beer you want. I was like, what? They're like, oh, yeah, once you've done the swimming dolphins, you can, you know, just eat and drink as much as you like. I was like, oh, okay. And I made sure I did drink my body weight in, in beer that day. Yeah got to be done yeah well i know that they were doing like it's not the same as it used to be at sea world like with the with the bush brewery thing but they were doing i think one free beer um at sea world and bush gardens i think in the summertime i want to say yeah. that's just because they need to get people in the door <laughs> i mean i'll i'll go in i'll take yeah. it happily yeah and they just walk out yeah, like, thanks, guys. See you later. <laughs> oh, wait, I'll just find Mako first. <laughs> yeah. So, go on, Amanda, what's yours? Okay, so, obviously, I'm going to pick E.T. Yeah. Oh, I did not see that coming. No. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't tell you guys about seeing E.T. in concert. Oh. <laughs> wait for a second, and I could just picture E.T. <laughs> Like doing karaoke. There's smoke. Yeah. He comes up through the floor. There's lasers. Yeah. Like Botanicus. Botanicus was the conductor. <laughs> it was amazing. Did you like but it? Because I've it seen was Back to the Future. So okay, so I I went to see the ET thing with my boyfriend for my birthday on Sunday, and then he went to go watch the Back to the Future one on Wednesday with one of his friends. Okay. Um, and he really, like, Back to the Future is his favourite film ever. So he really enjoyed it. But he said that he liked the E.T. one better. Yeah. He might have just been lying. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> I didn't know which, where to look. Like, do, did I look at the film or did I look at the orchestra? And I was a bit like that. But it was when it was when it was the 30th anniversary or whatever of when they were supposed to go into the future. So it's 2015, October 2015, October something like that, 17th or something. Oh, yeah. 2015 and it was at the Royal Albert Hall I saw it so wow. I, mean, I didn't know where to look that place is amazing I've been to gigs uh, at the Royal Albert and I've seen wrestling there actually oh. uh, yeah. the, the acoustics in that place are just absolutely phenomenal like wherever you sit it sounds like they're playing like just in front of you yeah I can imagine the atmosphere for that was uh, was pretty great yeah it was good well I cried my eyes out for the whole of ET <laughs> I just cried and cried and cried. I couldn't stop. Did it smell like pine? No, I was disappointed, disappointed. about that, honestly. Mm. There was no... Yeah. No, not yet. Oh, like, oh, wait, I didn't even tell the podcast about this. I think actually it's just me and you that know about this. So, there's a shop on Etsy, everybody, that is selling E.T. ride, room spray, candles, frickin' soap, and perfume. Jesus like I'm not saying I want soap or perfume, but I'm down for the room spray, and apparently it's identical. So I'm gonna post the link to it in our little group. I haven't ordered it yet though because it's from an American seller on Etsy, right. and the shipping is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
Like, I feel like if we all put an order in together, we can split the shipping. Or can't we get it shipped to Luke and pick it up when we see him? I want it now, though. Oh, okay. Then I can have, like, five of them. <laughs> no dice. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good point, well made. Yeah, like, I feel like I'll order extras to Luke's house. But, I mean, I want some right now. So, everybody join the ET scent um, shipping pool. Yeah. <laughs> stick a, stick a link in Let's have a GoFundMe for it. Why not? What a brilliant Perfect. idea! Or, or stick a stick an advert in the in the Facebook group, and we can do like a group buy. Yeah, I think that's what we should do because I feel like oh. everyone will want to try it. No one does. But, yes, but, uh, do. Okay. Well, well, let's see. Let's put it to the test. I'm gonna. Yeah. All right. All right. You do that. Then. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Okay. Et lover. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, moving away from another tangent that I've gone on, <laughs> my meal would be a giant pizza slice from Monster Cafe because that is the only place at Universal that I do actually eat in. I'm not knocking any of the places in Universal. I'm sure that they're very, very nice. But as we all know, I'm a picky eater and veggie, and that's a terrible mixture for a theme park. So... Mm-hmm. I just stick with what I like. I know that I like pizza, and I know that I like monsters. So that's where I go for my dinner, and that's what I choose. And it's really cheap, too. I think you can get, like, a pizza, a milkshake, and something else for, like, $12. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't like the milkshakes from there. Not a big milkshake kind of person, but they just give it to you, so I just give it to somebody else, like, occasional milkshake. So someone gets a free milkshake out of me. I'll drink Shoot. your milkshake. I'll drink your white no, 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 dibs, dibs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Luke, milkshake's all yours. So, my... No, no, I feel bad. Please don't. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, my drink would be, of course, a Blue Moon or a Bud Light from Shea Alcatraz. Because nice. that's my favourite 12 o'clock beer spot. I like sitting with Bruce... Reminiscing about the old days of Jaws, pretends that I'm in Amity. Yeah. Oh, do they sell Blue Moon in Universal? Yeah, they well, sell it at Shea Alcatraz. I didn't know that. I li- I really didn't know that. I thought it was just like Budweiser. No, like, no if you that's go when you to, go to get pre-horror nights lit. Where um is it? Uh, it's, it's Finnegan's, isn't it? It's the yeah, other. It's, it's the other spot it's for yeah. Stay and Scream. And yeah, me and Craig went in there and we was drinking Blue Moon before. Stan Scream started. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Ashley will show you the way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's why I'll do Stay and Scream this year if I get to go then. Yes. Well, I do Stay and Scream at Moe's, but I'll drink at Moe's and then I head straight around to near Shea Alcatraz and get another beer there, which is Blue Moon, while like everyone else will get like mixed drinks and stuff. But you know, I, like, I don't do spirits, so mm-hmm. I get my Blue oh. Moon. So, Amanda, I was going to say my other option for a drink was going to be um, one of the the Coke slushes. Because I do like those. I do love a good Coke slush. But I will say, I think the cherry one's awful. And I love cherry Coke, but I don't rate the cherry Coke slush. But those slushes, like the Fanta, everything, they're great. Yeah. I tried an orange one last year and it wasn't Fanta. It was something else orange. Maybe it was like Minute Maid orange or something. And mm. that was amazing. That's, that that would be pretty good, actually, I think. Yeah. It was it's sun-kissed, though, I think. 
Although showing my age now. Sunkist, I can, I still find Sunkist in the UK occasionally, but it's not really a thing anymore. Okay. But Sunkist was the one. It was the one. Yeah. Drink it in the sun. Yeah. That's right, exactly. Orangina. Orangina. You can still get Orangina. I mean, that's right, obviously yeah, still very popular in France. Yeah, shake it to wake it. Yeah. Um, Craig also, he was the only other member of the team that submitted his response. Um, so his ride, to the shock of nobody, is Jimmy Fallon. Of course. I thought, you, I thought there was going to be a Savile reference for a second. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's, okay. that's just normally if Craig's here, to be honest. But can I ask something as, yeah. as, as somebody that's more of a listener than, than somebody that appears? Does he mean it, or is it, is it a joke that he's taken too far in that, <laughs> in that he loves Jimmy Fallon? Oh, no, no, he really loves... I'm always going to say Jimmy Savile, then. No, no. no. <laughs> he, he, honestly, he absolutely loves Jimmy Fallon. Like, I, I mean, I I would have agreed with you that um, it must be some kind of spoof until, yeah. ha- like, going there with him and seeing the joy. And honestly, it, like, I, I reckon if I said to Craig, okay, is this the only ride we're doing today, he would, like, be besotted because he, he could just keep constantly go on that ride. Um, and this is someone like, you know, he doesn't really watch the show or anything like that, but he just thinks it's a great attraction. Um, I think it's because he's old. And it's quite <laughs> wow. a tame ride. I love Jimmy Fallon. Not on Craig's level, but I love it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, as somebody who um, is quite geeky with the um, the late show kind of history, I love that bit at the beginning when you've got all of the, the, like, the, the props and displays from the various late show hosts during you know, the last 50 years or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean, look, I think to be honest, the whole queue thing is good. You know, I think it's a clever way of doing it. Um, you know, I like that initial bit. I like going upstairs and seeing like performances and um, you know, like famous clips from the show. Like, I think it's, I think it's really well done. But I just think the the ride itself is just pretty boring. Yeah, like I'm once you've done it fan. once, you've kind of done it. You've done it, yeah. But no, Craig, Craig absolutely loves it. Favourite ride, yeah. Do you know why you go to the moon on that ride? I, f- I found out the other day. <laughs> go on. Apparently, it's because because the Tonight Show logo is Jimmy Fallon by the moon and the big signage is at the front. Yeah. And a lot of foreign guests or people that weren't familiar with the show assumed <laughs> that it was some sort of ride that sends you to the moon. So they chucked it in as a bit of a joke and it stuck. So. Oh, my God. I mean, wow. it makes sense, but yeah. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I love that. See, I mean, that's, that is, I mean, that is my thing with the ride. And even when they first announced it, I remember us talking about it, like you know, four years ago, whenever they first announced it, is like I, I said, it has got no, pardon the pun, universal appeal, because you know, the Late Show Jimmy Fallon, other than like when the odd clip goes viral, it's not really that well known outside of the states. So anyone international that's coming in won't really want to go on a Jimmy Fallon ride. Yeah. And especially the ride that it is. Like, you know, we're not talking like it's Universal's Flight of Passage. You know what I mean? It's it's just, a, a, you know, a, a pretty standard simulator ride, really. Or, or sorry, not pretty standard, like a, a bit more of an elaborate simulator ride. But it's nothing more fancy than that. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just, I just don't get it. I, I never bought it as being in for the long haul. But then, you know, they've opened up, and I don't know if we're going to talk about it later on, but the... Um, Today Show Cafe or whatever it's called. 
Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, they obviously want to throw their their NBC properties in the park. It just seems like an odd mix for a theme park. Yeah. But hey, you know, when they open the ITV theme park with this morning simulator <laughs> experience, you can't and, think of anything worse. You know, the, Studios tour was a thing. Uh, I yeah, unfortunately, that was the thing. You're quite correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that. Still, did you? Yeah. Bye. Uh, yeah, it's a good question, Amanda. Uh, I think most people that went there would have asked the same thing. Um, what I, do you do? I, I went with my parents, um, it must be about 21 years ago now. It was like the late 90s. In fact, I'll tell you what, it was 98. And it was because, I know that because wow. I had, or my, my brother had a Burger King Kids Club meal that had Men in Black, the animated series toys in it. Luke, was you born then? Nope. Oh, my God. They they Um, had an alien ride there, or an alien thing there. They did. Did they? Yeah, and I didn't, I think it was closed. Are they an alien? Yeah, Ridley Scott alien. Or it might have been aliens, I'm not sure. Yeah. It was that franchise. It was closed when we went there. I mean, the only thing I remember when I went there was, and I mean, the main draw to it was, you know, being able to go on Coronation Street. Because that's where they had the outdoor sets. Um, you couldn't go in like all the buildings; they were literally just fronts. So if you went yeah. into the Rovers to turn, you, they, you couldn't actually go in there. There was nothing there, um, but you had the street and that. And there was another bit where there was a set where they had giant props, so it made you look like you was really tiny. Right, I remember that, and they had just put in a ride. I think this might have replaced Alien actually, which is why it was closed. That was like a, a really small roller coaster. I just remember it having like a massive queue because there was literally nothing else there to was do. The, was this? We're gonna go off on such a tangent. So sorry. Was this the solar coaster thing? It was like one person could go at a time. Hence the queue. Yeah. Like yeah. Eight, eight people an hour. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that makes sense. Now you said that. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't last very long. I think it was in the dying days of that being an attraction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. I mean, it was not a theme park by any stretch of the imagination. It was a glorified backstage tour, really. Yeah, and a not very good one at that. <laughs> no, this sounds like a really weird place. Yeah, yeah. Universal's better. Um, <laughs> right, Craig's, and I. I, I mean, I, I don't know if anyone's had this. I mean, I've never even heard of it, but um, Craig's uh, meal would be Lombard's Surf and Turf. Um, a marinated tenderloin with shrimp, zucchini, squash, red onion, roasted red peppers, wild rice, Bernays sauce, and he'd top that off off with a duff beer. Don't blind me, Craig. He's gone on potion, hasn't he? Seriously. I mean, you know, we were getting, he was getting burgers without bread. (laughs) He doesn't eat bread, so he was having all these burgers like in lettuce. Right. So that's quite extravagant for him. There you go. I mean, I feel like Lombard's is definitely an overlooked restaurant at Universal, for sure. Where is Lombard's? It is near Shea Alcatraz. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, so a it's big just a bit fed down. Okay. The one that has the, like, caricature things outside of it. I can't know the area now. Yeah, like, you know it straight away if you mm. saw it. It's, yeah, it's in between... Well, yeah, it's past Shea Alcatraz, isn't it? And before you get to... Before you get to Diagon Alley. 
Uh-huh. But I think <laughs> like people just walk straight past it, but it is pretty fancy inside. Is it next door to Richterberger? It's yeah. It's a bit further down. Okay. But in that area. The Universal app says Richterberger is fine dining. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say about the turkey legs? It's like <laughs> that's if that's considered fine dining. Gourmet? Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Well, there so you go. was that it for Craig's? Yeah, that was yeah. that was Craig's three. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go and quickly do some from the um, Facebook group because now I'm conscious that this is almost an hour long episode already. You read, <laughs> you read every, Amanda. You read every single one of those. <laughs> like we don't care if it's a five hour episode. These people have written to us. <laughs> right. Well, Adam Santino decided to do one about Epcot, so Adam Santino. <laughs> Disqualified. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll save that for Diz After Dark. So, Simon Isbell says, tough choices. His ride would be the mummy. Good choice. Good choice. His meal would be a rib and chicken combo from Monster Cafe, mainly for the atmosphere. Feel you on the atmosphere. I feel like that's maybe what Ash used to get from Monster Cafe. And you'd get like little red potatoes with it, like little red garlicky potatoes. Nice. Mm. They were super nice the potatoes. Um, I can't speak on the chicken and the ribs, but I mean, they're there. Um, his drink <laughs> would be a Duff Toberfest if available, if not a Duff Light. Happy recording and keep up the awesome work. Thanks, Simon. But people are freaking loving Duff. Understandably, although yeah. I've just seen, yeah. I've just read Joanna Joy's one, and I'm like, oh, she might have trumped us with uh, with her beverage. Oh, I just saw. I just pressed see more and saw it. Yeah. Okay, so it was the mummy again. People are freaking loving the mummy. Chicken nachos at Bumblebee Man Taco Truck. Again, popular. <laughs> and a frozen butter beer. With a little bit of fireball whiskey in it, and where she got the fireball whiskey from is her own business. She says, <laughs> <laughs> "What a champ!" Nice, always good to sneak. Yeah, it's expensive in the park. It's like fourteen dollars if you want to add it. What? Like fourteen dollars in total. Okay. Add it. Yeah. <laughs> that includes a bar beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. I feel like as much as I really like alcohol, I feel and like. You do. And I really do. Um, and I love frozen butter beer. Like the thought of putting alcohol in it makes me feel sick. Because it's so sickly anyway. Yeah. I do like... Like, like certainly would throw up. I do like things like frozen margaritas though. <laughs> yeah, I so. like frozen margaritas, but this is different. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, I know that like a butter beer is not milky. But I freaking hate milky kind of alcohol. Like, I hate Baileys or like anything like that. Or, like milky shots. I mean, I love that, but you have to make a conscious decision. Like once you've had like a Bailey's or um, screaming orgasm or something like that, you're you're then stuck to creamy based beverages for the rest of the night. You can't then switch to like beer or something. Does it make you really sick? Yeah, like and not not drunk. It just because like you're then mixing like milk or cream or whatever with beer. And it's bubbly, oh, and it's yeah, it's it's not a good mix. So you have to you have to commit to what you're going to do. Um, I used to love vodka, like mud shakes and stuff like that. 
But yeah. you like if you have one, you, that has got to be your drink for the night. You can't then start messing about with uh, beer and stuff. No, no, no. Not a good oh combo. Especially not when it comes yeah. back up. That, that's what I'm scared of. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate milky stuff anyway. Like, I don't like milk. But, like, just the thought of milk with alcohol in, like, it turns my stomach already. And then so the thought of being sick afterwards, like, hard no. Okay, so David Elliott, again, has picked the mummy. His meal, he said he'd cheat and go to Bubba Glumps. I mean, Disqualified. See, see I, will, I, will, I will allow it just because of like the reason he's going there, really. Okay, the reason he's going there is because his drinks are Corona Rita, so you're back in. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a Corona Rita in a long time. Uh, you'll be having some in September. Um, surprised with Fast and Furious, they didn't bring in something like that. Yeah. They just Corona in Fast and Furious, don't they? Yeah, that's all they drink in Fast and Furious. So why there's not a Corona truck outside is is madness. Yeah, I hate Corona. Although I, I've got a feeling in the latest Fast and Furious film, it changed to something else. So there's obviously been some sort of paid sponsorship. Right. I, I think it changed to Budweiser or something. Right. Well, I need to go and watch The Fate and the Furious once again. I need yeah. an excuse to watch it again. So. Wait, what? Hey, in, you actually watch it in the in the UK? It's called the Face of the of the Furious, rather than I think it's called like F eight of the Furious yeah. or something in the in the US. Yeah, is it actually? Yeah, it's got a slightly different title. Or in fact, a lot of the Fast and Furious films, for some strange reason, have different titles in the UK. What? Really? Yeah, like wasn't it like there was Fast Five? And then I think it was yeah. Furious 6 and Furious 7, but it was definitely Fast and Furious 6 in the UK. And then we called it Fast and Furious 7, and then, yeah, The Fate of the Furious was, was the last one. Yeah, Face of the Furious. The Fate. Hmm. Fate. <laughs> I thought you said Face Wait. 2. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. That, thought... that does not make it much better. Like, you're not... Wait, what's it called in England? The Fate of the Furious. That's what it's called here. I thought it had a different title. No, I'm pretty sure it's called The Fate of the Furious. Yeah. And F and the number eight. Yeah. Uh... Wait, is this already been out? Oh, yeah. Amanda, so come on. The fate? Uh, the f- you can the, spoil it. The franchise. It's, it's I'm, I mean, it's, no, it's not nothing, really. It's just another, like, I love those films because I can just switch them on, switch my brain off and just go dum de dum dum and it's all good. Um, I'm especially looking forward to the the spin-off with The Rock and Jason Statham coming out. I can't watch oh, a trailer for it. Oh, yeah, it comes out in summer. Oh. Yeah, Idris Elba, Jason yeah. Statham, The Rock, Roman oh, Reigns. The other one. Roman Reigns? Yeah. Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns, yeah. Is he in it? Yeah. No way. He's playing, he's playing The Rock proper. <laughs> is he? Yeah. What is, what is it, Luke? I'm gonna take a shot of Fireball. <gasps> what live on the podcast? Yeah. Or is, or is this just so you can watch a Fast and the Furious film? No, it's because we were talking about it. Oh. We are me, me and Ryan. Just to go on this on a dark tangent. Me and Ryan, like Ryan, I think has seen the first Fast and the Furious film and hates the franchise. So um, I am doing a podcast with Ryan. Hopefully, starting later this summer, where we're gonna watch. 
the whole franchise mm-hmm. and dissect it together. I'm going to force you to watch all the films. It's just one with Roman Reigns, isn't it? It'll be good. Um, It'll be good, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's going to be good. Oh, yeah, again, <laughs> like, it's not it's not a great, but, you know. Um, David actually put a snack down, which we didn't... Um, snack down, smack down? Um, I don't think we, we said snacks, but we should have done, really. Oh, one snack or drink. Um, and he said Twisted Taters, which I think yes. is, that, that is only a Halloween Horror Nights thing, right? And yeah. Mardi Gras. Oh, oh. Mardi Gras. Oh, okay. Yeah, recently. I think they just. I think this was the first year they did that, from what I remember. Okay. Yeah. We just we just had a food truck open up in my town centre. I think it might have even been gone already because they just are very mm. temporary. But they did twisted taters. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Never seen them. In the Were they the same? Thanks. They looked the same, but I mean, did they taste as as uh, weird? No idea. Acidic. Yeah. That's it. That's the word I was looking for, acidic, yeah. Acidic. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so Daniel Livingston said his one ride is Escape from Gringotts. That's one for your team, Ash. Yeah. His one meal would be a fisherman's basket from Lombards. So, I mean, Lombards is more popular than I thought now. Yeah, people actually go. Yeah. And his one snack or drink would be dragon scale from the hopping pot. That's in green. Uh, hopping pot. That's in Diagon Alley as well, isn't it? Um, I think so. I think it's the one Luke that me and you and Megan tried to go to to get Megan a bus to be at. Is it the one with like mirrored walls? I don't like remember. Like in front of the bathrooms. It's the one that's got the big barrel, like out. Hanging outside. That's the one I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can do the spells outside of it. Yeah. Pretty sure that's that. Um I've tried Dragon Scale and I thought that it was okay. It was no um Bud Light, but it was alright. Have you tried something new? Yeah. I like I really want because I always get a triple. (coughs) Yeah. um, it definitely hallows, but it's not allowed to be called that. Yeah. From um the hog's head. But sorry. Luke. Right. If you're gonna be an alcoholic, you have to be an alcoholic quietly. Yeah, sorry, don't I'm no sorry. no dying on the podcast. I actually actually went <laughs> down the wrong throat. Dying because you drink spicy weird shit. No, it's delicious candy. <laughs> if you um no. actually if you do die on the podcast, that might improve our ratings, so Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not the whole bottle. Yeah, I'm not saying like <laughs> do it, but I am saying do it. I'm going to okay. tell you died anyway, so you're not allowed to tweet for the next four hours. <laughs> four hours? Holy crap. I know, I was going to say a day, but I thought you'd never be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. And Amanda, I, I don't think I've ever seen this next one before. Um, but Daniel Reed has put both his and his wife's um, yeah. choices, which I, I, I think that's quite nice. That, what a lovely gesture. Yeah. She made him do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so his choices were the mummy, a clogger burger from Krusty Burger, I think, and snack as a churro, and uh, his drink would be a Duff Light, and his wife, his wife would be uh, Gringotts, uh, pizza from Krusty Land, and a lemon slush. So there oh, is I some love. love there is some love for the slush after all. Yeah. Slush love. Yes. 
from a lovely, beautiful couple. Okay, Brian Sage said his ride would be horror makeup shop. I'll take it. Ooh. Yep. Mm-hmm. His meal Great would be show. the chicken platter at Monster Cafe. Sorry, Boston. Mm. <laughs> we forgive you. It's fine. Yeah. I thought he was going to say Mythos, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> Other park. His snack or drink would be a Hurricane at Pat O'Brien's, or if he has to stay in the park, then a Grey, grey, grey Goose and Cranberry from Finnegan's. Brian, your so. theme park fancy drinking Grey Goose in the theme park. Yeah. Ooh. They sometimes do it as cocktails, though. I'm sure... When Halloween Horror Nights used to do those like test tube cocktail, and they used to have all those little stands that sold cocktails, that Grey Goose was everywhere. Was it? Yeah, I'm sure. I remember uh, the wife having um, what was it? It was it might have been cranberry. It, it wasn't Grey Goose, I think. It was cranberry uh, Smirnoff and Sprite as a cocktail. Mm. But that was mm-hmm. that was like 2010. So. I feel like if I had to drink a spirit, like it would be vodka and cranberry that I drink, I think, because then you can't taste vodka. Yeah, I suppose. No, you're rock and roll, Amanda. It'd be JD for you, I reckon. Uh, that's instant sick ash. <laughs> instant sick and instant coma. <laughs> like, I'd pretend, like when we, me and Luke, Ashen and James are all in our hotel room and... They all had fireball and were like, let's do a shot. And I was like, no. And they're like, let's just do one. I put Bud Light in my shot glass. <laughs> Hardcore. I, know. I was like, I don't trust none of you guys to carry me later. So Bud Light is. So Kirsten has said that her I'd be eating. Yes. Her meal, she'll pass and just have a duff beer. I, I like you. <laughs> and a snack or drink would be dragon scale beer yes let's be best friends sounds like my kind of girl so brian rose said that his ride would be et more love for et and his meal would be fish and chips from wicked cauldron i've never had fish and chips in america I, i've only had it at um the rose and crown and it was extremely disappointing oh because like they don't you don't get proper I've never seen, I mean, I'm sure places probably do it, but I've never seen proper fish and chips in America. It's always like a little bit of fish in batter, almost like yeah. a fish nugget or something. Yeah. They, so, briefly, they had a Harry Ramsden's at the Rose and Crown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember seeing a sign for Harry Ramsden's, but the fish definitely didn't look like Harry Ramsden's. The chips yeah. did, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I know there's a chain, isn't there? Long John Silver's, and that's supposed to be like a fish and chip chain, but it's not. Again, it's like American fish and chips, so it's like yeah. those fish strips more than right. what we. You know, it's battered. It is battered fish, but it's not what we would consider battered fish. No, is it like, like a fish finger? Like yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a, a mix between a fish finger and a fish goujon. It, it's it's proper batter. So it's not breaded like a fish finger would be or a fish stick to our American listeners. Um, but yeah, it's not what we would serve as fish and chips in the UK, certainly. So I wonder what that, because I had the, when I had the um, the breakfast at uh, um, Diagon Alley, it was a British fry up, but it, it still wasn't, it, it was a good representation, but it wasn't 
like what I'd expect a fry up to be. Yeah. The beans weren't the same, hmm. for, for example. You know, the only time I've had fish and chips was actually in Brighton. Well, in London, in England. Yeah. Well, that's proper fish and chips, man. Heck yeah. Yeah. I don't need to try it here. Luke knows the score. No, you do need to try it there so you can compare. Oh, okay. Yeah. D- do a video yeah. for us. Oh, I got you. <laughs> Stuart Miller says one for you, Luke, many black. Oh, nice. And he put for the competition within my family, I always win. <laughs> uh, he says, if I can cheat a little for the meal, the grilled ribeye sandwich at Tucson's Chocolate Emporium. That's City Walk disqualified. Um, now, here's one I don't get um, a grape flavored slush. Sounds horrible. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> like grape flavour drinks. No. I, I do. Uh, they just taste like very chemically to me. Yeah, I think that's why I like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I uh, think because we don't get that kind of like fake sugar in England. Like that's like ultimate fake sugar, and I think that's why I like it. Yeah. Um and he says snack churros. Or if you can pop out to City Walk I've Cinnabon. No, we told you no. Cheetah, cheetah. Um, Karen Cole Glazer said, I hope I pronounced that right. If not, um, my name's Craig Lucas. Um, said, <laughs> right, Men in Black, um, Toothsome, and Raging Bull at Hard Rock. What's Raging Bull? Is that a, that must be a cocktail, right? It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, and Alan Wheeler said, Men in Black for his ride and nice. the Leaky Cauldron. Didn't specify what. And a butter beer. So I mean I think I think the Harry Potter places are, are very popular as well, aren't they? You know what? I've never eaten at the Leaky Cauldron or at Three Broomsticks. Mm. Ever. I remember having like I think it was like rotisserie chicken or something when I went to the Three Broomsticks. I, so we went for breakfast at the Leaky Cauldron, so I don't remember what the um the lunch options were. But um yeah, you know, it, it was it was fine, but it was nothing. I don't remember anything being remarkable about either meal, to be honest. Yeah, no bumblebee tacos. Exactly, Luke. <laughs> exactly. What was, the, what was the restaurant in Ireland that was really cool, and it was almost like in a tree, and it sort of got converted when they built Hogsmeade. It was like by Merlin Wood or something like that. Do you know the one I mean? And like, yeah, oh. I don't remember what it was called though. I used to really like that place, and it's obviously gone now, but apparently there is somewhere that does the same food or something, but I haven't managed to find it. Is it Mythos? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it might be. If, if our listeners know the answer to Ash's question, then please get in touch via the usual channels. Yes. So on that note, let's move to our next segment, which is Halloween Horror Nights News and Rumours. Oh, yeah. HHN News and Rumours is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumours all year round. For all things Halloween Horror Nights at both Hollywood and Orlando, visit www.HHNUnofficial.com. That's my attempt. Is that a transformer? Well, no, that was, that was my. Thanks, Luke. That was my attempt at thunder and lightning, git. Oh, Sorry, you do it better. Go on. 
Wow, that's so convincing. I mean, I'm I'm now under my table thinking, oh, I, is there is there Sorry. thunder outside my house? Do you have a soundboard on your phone? Yeah, it's actually storming right now, so I just kind of lifted my headset outside. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so since the last episode, we've had a second Halloween Horror Nights house announcement, and it was our first original house, which is the return of the Nightingales in Nightingales Blood Pit. I was waiting for a sound effect there. I know there should have been another thunder. Sing, sing, sing. <laughs> Be beautiful. <laughs> so the last time that we saw Nightingales at the event was well, there was a little bit of Nightingales at Halloween Horror Nights 25 in Jack's house. But the last actual time that we saw them was at Halloween Horror Nights 21 in Nightingale's Blood Prey, which was like a war a war setting. So this is going to be in like a Roman Colosseum type setting. Yeah. So it's going to be, I imagine, crazy good sets. Because I feel like Art and Sand are just going to go wild with this. Oh, heck Yeah. Like, I'm freaking excited. Like, I think this is... I love Stranger Things very much, but I think I'm always more excited about the originals because I don't know what to expect. And my imagination just yeah. goes crazy. Like, oh, my God, what do this? What if they do that? And I feel like I just know that they're going to do crazy, amazing, massive Roman sets. So, Amanda, last year in Slaughter Cinema... Yeah. There was a massive head in one of the segments that come for a wall. Yeah. Waffle. Yeah. It, it looks a little bit like a nightingale to me. Do you, Do you want, think? Oh, yeah, I think I, so. Like it's I can got, see that. It's got, I'm just looking at a picture now of of that someone took in the light. And um, yeah, it's got like the same kind of, not exactly black eyes, but just looking at the mouth and the, and the shape of the teeth, they're not that dissimilar so they're very creepy looking yeah i'm I'm looking at the nightingales from because obviously we we haven't seen any pictures of the nightingales for this new one but um the nightingales that were there last time and i mean i i immediately think i might not come out to orlando now (laughs) (laughs) because i'm going to see these people once or twice a nice smooch yeah (laughs) it'll be fine I'm a loyal husband, how dare you? Um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like you said, Amanda, the, the you know, for me, the, the big revelation for me last time was just how good the original houses were in terms of theming. Um, and, I'm, you know, things like 300 um, and, and that kind of gladiator thing, it's not really my bag, but I think they're going to do a really, uh, you know, I can only imagine how epic it's going to look. Exactly. Like I'm not super big into films like that, but I am very into history. And so that's why I'm more excited about this house, I think. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> like I think it'll just be really cool to see it. I think it'll be super gory. Yeah, I'm not massively into gore. It's not At really the right my time thing. I am. Yeah. <laughs> In the I right think, circumstance. Yeah. You're just not very good with it, Nick, or you just... Um, I don't... I, I, don't I don't think I... It's not that I find it scary. Like, 
you know, I, I hated the saw house. In, well, that's because uh, it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I didn't find it. I didn't find the house scary. Except, you know, the only bit that was kind of scary was that last room when you weren't sure, oh, yeah. you know, who was real, who wasn't real. That's the only yeah. bit that was like scary. But it was, it was all the traps and stuff. I just didn't like. I don't like the first Saw film. I think it's great, and the second one's not too bad. But I tapped out the third Saw film. I yeah. just didn't find it entertaining. Didn't find it scary. I just didn't. I just found it uncomfortable to watch, and I just don't like that kind of gore. So I don't really like that kind of thing. But I mean, this is going to be a, I suppose, a different kind of gore. So you know, it's it's people fighting, and is they're going to have to be bloodshed because it is what it is. I imagine there's going to be some kind of squirting effect, like water or something. Yeah, which is fine. I'm, I, yeah, I don't mind that. Um, but yeah, but those nightingales, if if they're similar to what they've had last time, they are horrific looking. Yeah, I think they're some of my favorite original characters I've ever been at Halloween Horror Nights. Like, I think body collectors are my ultimate original yes. characters, but I think nightingales are a very close second. Like, they're just so freaking cool and creepy. What about the scarecrows? You don't like those? Oh yeah, hard no. Hard <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So Ash, what's your what's your kind of thing with Halloween Horror Nights? Like, is it something you've gone to a few times, or? Um, I went once for Sweet Sixteen. Okay. And loved it, and then I didn't go again until the year before last. Um, so I've only ever been twice, but I'm hoping to go again this year. Yeah. Yeah, you are. So it's, it's but, a good year to go. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, right? But I just remember being Sweet Sixteen being amazing and like, absolutely awesome. I I adored it, and you know, I I feel like they managed to get away with a lot more and, than than they probably can now. I remember it actually being really frightening last time. I don't think it was as as popular then, so mm. it wasn't so much the conga lines. But yeah, I enjoyed the year before last as well with the Shining. I mean, the Shining was absolutely brilliant. I I loved loved that maze. Oh yes, yeah, it was it was cracking. I mean, the weird thing is you. I've probably heard me say is that I I hadn't actually seen the film. Um, I just knew enough of, of the kind of pop culture references to yeah. kind of piece it together. But having seen the film after coming home, it was it just really stood out how good that maze was and yeah. how creative they were at making that film, you know, bring that film to life. Because it's very hard to bring that film to be a maze, but they, they did a, a cracking job with it. Absolutely. Yeah. I queued up for ages for it, but it was it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, I think that was I think that was the longest time me, me and Craig were talking about the other day, like how long we had to queue for. And I think that was the longest queue we had. The first night we was there it was the first house we did, and I think it was about I think it said it was about forty minutes, but it was pretty nearer an hour that we actually took to to get into the house. But yeah, yeah, it, it was it was brilliant. I one hundred percent agree. So, I've got some rumours. Go on, I want to hear them. Oh, shoot. So, I've got one that, like, I mentioned in a video a couple of weeks ago. And then I was like, I kind of just brushed over it because I was like, no way. And Nick, me and you spoke about this on the last episode a little bit. Mm. And I think we were both a bit like, yes, on the right. But it's, it's like gaining a bit of traction, honestly. And I'm starting to believe it. And that's Ghostbusters. 
If there's a fun I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I was spe- like it's kind of rumored like a little bit every year. Like well not even rumored, it's just talked about like, hey, wouldn't it be so cool to do a Ghostbusters house? And the last couple of weeks, like a lot of people are talking about it. Do you think that's because we've been talking about it? Because, I mean, you know, if you remember back when we first started doing this show and I announced that the third gate of Universal was going to be Game <laughs> of Thrones. It's still time. <laughs> people still talk about it now. Um, I mean, I mean, we've we spoke to Chris about this as well a little bit. He, he obviously, even if he didn't know, he couldn't tell us. Um, but he said that, you know, he's been hearing a lot about it himself. So the fact that it's, it's you know, you seem to be hearing it come from a lot of different sources, you know, either we've all got the wrong end of the stick or there is some truth to it. Um, and the thing is as well, unless, you know, if they, if they don't announce it, that's not to say that it wasn't, because we've had, you know, houses before that have almost been dead certs that have been cancelled the last minute due to licensing rights or whatever. Yeah, yeah scream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a TV series, though. So you know, did they all really care? Um, I loved the TV show. Well, I'm glad we found the viewer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, so I mean, the thing is, you know, I, I I would love for this, you know, for for there to be a Ghostbusters house and for it to be this year because I'm going. Um, you know, if, if for no other reason, I just I I think every year. And again, we kind of talked about this in the last episode. I do think every year there should be like a comedy house that's a little bit tamer for people as like a dipping your toes into what the rest of the event's going to be about. Um, you know, Atch vs. Evil Dead was really good at doing that, I thought. You know, it had the, a good level of gore and humour. Um, so I, I, I think it would be great if they did and also it'd be nice because you know ghostbusters you know was an opening day thing wasn't it at universal yeah so yeah and i was actually watching a couple of days ago um a video i don't remember what youtube channel it was on but i'm gonna find it through my youtube history and i'll link it in our um group later but it was about the Ghostbusters show and then the little Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice like dance thing that they had mm-hmm. um, outside the library bit. Yeah, because they but even... not very long. It was only for a couple of years that they had that. Maybe like probably two years that they had it. Yeah, because it was... I saw a video a few years ago that someone had, had filmed the entire show. So I... Because I, obviously I never went you know when ghostbusters was was at universal um and it looked like a pretty good show to be honest it was good yeah, yeah. and i mean you know it even like lasted to the point where they turn it into extreme ghostbusters for the final few years which was like the attempt at kind of rebooting the, the cartoon series so you know they were they were kind of in it for like the long haul and it seemed to be quite popular. And I, I, I just assume that because it wasn't a universal property, you know, the license kind of came up and they just didn't agree to renew it. But with a new film coming out, is it next year the film's coming out? Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, now's the time to really kind of 
amp up the anticipation and you know who better than to partner with halloween horror nights to you know get people worked up into a frenzy about that franchise again exactly but speaking of comedy houses killer clowns from outer space i mean i think after the scare zone last year and i mean i've still never seen the film but what? i mean everybody everybody was singing that film's praises uh, sorry not seeing the film's praises but like the scare zone last year was just like saying how amazing it was and it would be great if it turned into a house and you know we saw a trick-or-treat the year before that but mm-hmm. you know it's possible for you know what was a scare zone at one point to become a house yeah well for a little bit i was like I'd super love a killer clown's house, but I just feel like it's not going to be this year. Only because there's been, like, usually you get, like, a medium-sized pool of rumours and you can pick out what you, what you like, and 90% certain on mm. out of those rumours. But this year there's been so many IPs. And I'm like, they can't be doing all of them. Which is interesting because after Warner Brothers sort of started doing their own thing, I thought there'd be much fewer IPs to pick from. Well, there would have been. I think that's that's the thing, and I think the the fact now because we didn't talk about that on the last episode, did we, Amanda? About Warner um, Brothers, w- Craig and maybe we didn't. No, we didn't. Craig, Craig and Paul did, or, or P Dubs did on the Halloween Horror Nights uh, trip planning podcast that we've got. Because um, I think the news had broke the day they were recording that. Um, but yeah, Warner are not doing their event this year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So okay. they, they sent an email out, I think, to Pete. I think it was an email they sent out to yeah. people that had gone previously to say that they would not be doing an event this year. Okay. Now, I it, it didn't say that, you know, it would be returning necessarily in the future or that it just wouldn't be happening this year. So the question there is, you know, has it been cancelled because it just wasn't popular enough? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I've obviously got no idea what the attendance was there, but if you can, you know, if you look at the the people speaking on social media about Halloween Horror Nights on either coast and compare it to the people that were talking about the Warner Brothers event, there was hardly anything, which yeah. like, suggests to me. And it, I mean, look, you know, what we saw of it, it looked like a really good event. But you're you're trying to step into the same arena as a company that's been doing it for almost thirty years. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough act to follow, and tough competition, especially if it being you know so close by in Hollywood. Um, and really, you know, unless you're going to make a real go of it and spend an awful lot of money and and recuperate that cost. Would you not be better just selling your IPs out to other people and yeah. reaping the money in? Yeah. So I wonder, Amanda, if a lot of the the rumours for this year are going to hinge on if they can get that deal for it. Because I mean, obviously, everyone keeps talking about it still. Maybe, but because the the rumour pool has been so big, I was trying to just like pull out things that. I was like, okay, I just don't feel like that. Like, Haunting of Hill House, I'd really like to see it, but like we've discussed on the podcast before, I don't personally see it as a house. No. Not to say that they couldn't do it. They probably could, but I'd rather see something else. Mm-hmm. 
same with Killer Clowns. Like, I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space and I really love the zone. But I felt like with so many other IPs floating around, maybe this year wouldn't be the right year to do it. But apparently, um, I'm wrong. They got the costumes. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have any more other rumors? Because there's this one that I saw, but I can't remember it for the life of me. House of a Thousand Corpses. No, that's not it. Sabrina. <laughs> what the heck is that? Sabrina and um, the, the, the Twisted Tales of Sabrina? Or, uh, no, sorry, The um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, isn't it? Oh, is that on Netflix? Yeah. I think I've seen ads for that. I haven't watched it. Nah, Darn it, I can't remember. Was it um Charles Play? No. Darn. I've been I've been hearing a lot about that as well because the new film's coming out in summer. That mm. that could be mm. there. Did they had a child's play zone, didn't they, last year? Is that right? They had a scare yeah. zone last year, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about a house, a Chucky house, me. I mean, if, was it the we, Swamp Yeti Luke um, from Slaughter um, Cinema? I don't think so, but that would scare the absolute poo out of me. Well, that's a rumored house. Oh, nice! <laughs> I mean, I'd love that. Yeah, how's the Swamp Yeti? Any. How's the Swamp Yeti different, though, to like the creature from the Black Lagoon or Swamp Thing? Because he's a Yeti. Oh, okay. No, no, <laughs> fair point. Well, yeah. He's hairy, and the creature from the back of the room is smooth. <laughs> yeah, but then wouldn't the slime all get in his fur and stuff? That must be quite uncomfortable. You need, like, a big tangler and... I mean, you know. maybe he just hangs out, like, in front of the swamp but doesn't get in the swamp. Yeah, I think he's got conditioner, too. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Well preferred. Yeah. High yeah. maintenance. <laughs> Um, classic monsters <laughs> still rumored. Ooh, I would love that. Same on the shop now. That's well. it exactly. Like I kind of forgot about that one a little bit because I feel like that's been rumored for such a long time after the Hollywood House last year that I just kind of went to the back of my mind. And then when the shop came about, I was like, kind of random, not really that random because yeah. it's at the exit of the makeup show. So it makes sense that that's where it'd be. Do we not think, though, that if we're going to get classic monsters, it'd more likely be next year rather than this year? Maybe. Just because yeah. it'd be, you know, I mean, obviously they're not talking about next year yet because they're getting this year out of the way first, but next year is 30. And I would expect 30 to be huge. Yeah. yeah. Well, from what I've been hearing, this year there will be six IPs and four originals. Ooh. What did they have last year? An even split. Okay. So I'm kind of feeling that next year would be maybe six originals and four IPs. Mm. Or 11 houses. And do six and five. But I feel like next year surely is going to be like original heavy because yeah. you'll want to have things like Jack and Body Collectors. Heck yeah. And all of the like fan favorites. Yeah. Slaughter Cinema 2.0, please. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. 
But then this year is the 40th anniversary of Alien. <gasps> so then I'm like, Alien. Heck yeah. The problem is now Fox, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well let's not mention that. Fox schmucks. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure Disney don't think see it like that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Disney Schmitty, it's a Universal podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd, I'd be, I can't say I'd be happy to see an alien house because, like, that scene in the Great Movie Ride was enough. Yeah. Um, cool. Now, I mean, Ash, you might, I don't know if you remember this or not, but did you ever uh, remember Alien War? No, what's that? Is it, is it a game? No, so Alien War, um, it opened around about the time of Alien 3 coming out, so like 92-ish, I think it was. And it was in the Trocadero in London. And they re they, they moved some of the sets they had left over from Aliens over into this part of the Trocadero. Uh-huh. And you just went through like the film Aliens. And you went in the um the AVEC was it the AVEC truck or whatever? That yeah. That that arm and transport. So you drove in there for a little bit, and then you got attacked by aliens, and you had to like escape from the car and then run through like the the space station. Um, uh, you know, it was all like you know the the gridded floor and all that kind of stuff. And right. uh, aliens would come out of like ceiling panels and out of the walls and chase after you, and would grab you and run off with you as well. Wow. if they caught up with you and they had that, that's intense oh absolutely and like you was you was um shepherded around by like a marine they were all wearing like the uniforms and the aliens film and they had like guns and they had that um that effect where a bit a bit like what they have in what they used to have in jaws you know where like they have to aim at certain points for effects to work yeah, yeah. and the guns would make noises and a big explosion and stuff like that and uh yeah you you, you just had to escape um, you had to escape from the ship. And um, yeah, it just looked absolutely horrific. And I was too young when it first opened to go. And then by the time I got a little bit older, it closed. It didn't last very long. It lasted about four Where or five years. Where uh, Trocadero in London. That sounds cool as fuck. Yeah. And they, yeah. they brought it back because it was it was two Scottish guys that came up with the idea of it and took it to Fox and, and they signed it off. Um, and... Yeah, it was it was successful. What happened was there was a, like a flood, um, in on the set, and they just never reopened it. Oh. That was it. Uh, but they did they did re uh, redo it in about 2010, 2012 in Scotland, where the the guys were from originally, but it had lost the branding. But it was the same concept. So the aliens were now like nondescript aliens, but the the oh. idea would be exactly the same. Like just really intense horror. Um, I mean, I want to go to one of them. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're still doing it. Um, I've not looked them up for a while, but yeah, it's called Alien War, and there's still quite a bit of stuff online about it. But uh, so I mean, it could make a really good house if they if they got to, to do the the rights for it. Oh yeah, um, you know, it wouldn't like, have to be like that. If they didn't but... upcharge house where they could touch her. Yeah, that's been rumored before as well, hasn't it? Um. But yeah, so 
I, I you know Alien would be a good addition, but it would absolutely make me cap my pants. Even though it's just people in <laughs> suits, I would. Yeah, it would be it would be enough for me. Luke, did you do the Alien versus Predator house? Yes, that was my second house that I've ever done. I freaking love. I was just thinking about that when we were talking about that. So cool. The house was so good. Amazing. Do you guys have any more rumors that you've heard? Mm. I haven't. Mm. No, I think Charles plays the last one for me. I know. I know. Well, uh, Bloomhouse. I've got to do something. Bloomhouse, haven't I? Halloween. Yeah, and it's bound to be. Mm. Yeah, Halloween. I didn't think about that. I forgot that. I think Halloween may come back next year because and this is what's confusing me, though, Luke. Because I'm like, there's so many like things that could work this year, but like, why would you do it this year and not next year? Yeah, and the fact that I... we had Halloween four last year, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. They've been doing uh, every other year for Halloween since 24. Mm. So that's why I mean, if it does come back. Next year. What's, what's the deal with, with icons now? Are they just not bothering anymore? Or... I think that there'll be one next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know about this year. I don't feel like they need them all the time. Like, I prefer it, like, personally, when it's special. Yeah. So it's, like, a special year... And we get an icon for a special year. Otherwise, yeah. we just end up with 29 different icons. And then what's even an icon anymore? Well, I think that's yeah. I think that's what the problem they had, wasn't it? Is that every year you had to have an icon. Who's the icon going to be? Who's the icon going to be? And you kept throwing these characters out there. And, you know, there was these backstories. So, like, you know, I know there was, you know, Jack had a brother. And obviously Chance was, was Jack's girlfriend, all this kind of stuff. Um so you kept, you know, adding into these characters, but I think to be honest, like the, the big mistake they had with the icons was one, there was too many, and secondly, they're only in the context of that event. And we've said before, like, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if Universal did a TV show or some films about these characters and gave them real, you know, visible backstories, not just what you read going into an event. I would pay yeah. to see that. I just, I just like to me. I think the, you know, like characters like Jack are obviously completely fascinating, but I want to know more. I want to see more. Yeah. And I think the problem you got, you know, the, especially the last few years, is where it's been so IP heavy. That has been the draw. Yeah. Definitely. You know, you know, The Shining, you know, was like probably the biggest draw of twenty eight last year. Obviously, was Stranger Things, which is obviously going to be the main focus of this year's event as well to introduce an icon into an event that's already got such a big anchor i think just dilutes that icon to be honest yeah it does mm-hmm. i agree that's like the thing with walking dead they didn't really have an icon it was more of just walking dead themed that's not true luke Random like zombie theme. Random zombie number seven was my favourite <laughs> icon that year. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, that is the problem you run into yeah. is that I, I think it then starts to. I mean, I mean the, the first Halloween Horror Nights we went to was um, was Jack was the Three Faces of Fear. Was that two thousand seven? Was that? 
20... Uh, was that 18? So there was 2007, Jack was there. Yeah, but it was... Like, although he was, like, the icon that year, it was Freddie, Jason, Leatherface, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so that was 2007. Yeah, so that was the first year we went to Universal. We didn't do Halloween Horror Nights. We didn't know what it was, but I remember that being the thing for it. And I was confused as to what the big draw was. Was it the clown or was it Freddie, Jason, and Leatherface? Because I knew those three, but I had no idea who Jack the Clown was. And I think that's that's the point when they started to like get a little bit confused as to what should be the the focus of the event for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like if we were to save it for next year and to go all out next year with an icon, I feel like it would be better. Yeah. And I'd, you know what would be good as well? That bit now where you've got like the, um, the selfie zone or whatever you want to call it down the boulevard. If uh-huh. you if that was filled with icons of years past, yeah. So they did a similar thing a couple of years ago, where they had like little stages for each icon. Yeah, and they do like little mini shows, and then you'd have them like walking around in the crowd and stuff. I feel like something like that again would definitely be a cool thing to do for thirty. Now, Amanda, mm-hmm. I've got no more rumors about houses or IPs or anything, but. Have you heard anything about entertainment for this year? Well, yes and no. I haven't heard anything solid. I've been hearing rumblings of Academy of Villains not returning this year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I don't know. I could see it happen, though. Like... I like I don't know. I love Academy of Villains very very much. But it'd be good to have something different. It yeah. would, and I like I feel like I don't know if it was just because it was like a different vibe. It being in um the old villain's head yeah. stage last year. Like I feel like a show like Academy of Villains is good to watch standing in like a smaller area and I feel like sitting down to watch it wasn't feeling the same vibe so I only actually saw Academy of Villains once last year where I would usually have seen him like pretty much every night mm-hmm. was the show longer because it was in Bill and Ted so they had, had they made a show like a 20 yeah. 30 minute show yeah but yeah. The, the other shows were supposed to be that kind of length anyway but this was the first time that they'd had like a full show that wasn't affected by a hurricane See, I mean, oh, yeah. I think the little 10, 15 minute shows they were doing on that little stage they had. I, mean, I didn't see the show last year, so I can't, you know, I can't compare it. But I mean, I thought those shows were quite good. They were quite snappy. Um, I think the thing with dance groups in general is that you have to really be evolving things. So, like, if you go and see the Blue Man group, and I know you've never seen them, Amanda. Um, but that's a show where it's it's music and performance for like an hour and a half or so. Mm-hmm. But they'll do a segment where they're they're um, like playing drums that are filled with paint. So you get this you know this incredible effect of like paint kind of flashing up while they're like they're making music and the orchestra they have joins in with them and all that. And then they'll do uh, you know some other kind of performance art 
or they'll do like a little sketch. It's all kind of broken up like that. So you're not getting, it's not an hour and a half of the same thing. And with Academy of Villains, it's it's one dance thing into another dance thing. You know, they're all different. You know, it's, it's all street dance and it's all, you know, very clever and well choreographed, but it's consistently the same. Yeah, like, I feel like I super enjoyed the show. I thought it was really cool. It was a really cool concept that they had. And, like, I wasn't bored at all watching it. Mm. I just kind of thought I don't really want to go and wait mm-hmm. to get into the stadium bit to then have to wait to be seated and then wait for the show to start. Just don't like waiting, do you? I don't. <laughs> not Halloween Horror Nights when like, I could be waiting in line for, like, I'm not saying that Academy ones aren't worth waiting for because I think they're amazing and I do really love them. But to see then a 20-minute show, it's taken up 45 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you so, think as well, though, that it some of the backlash that they had last year was possibly due to them being the replacement for Bill and Ted rather than just an addition to them? Probably. I mean, people don't like change, and I get that. Mm. But things in theme parks can't stay the same forever. Things have to change, and mm. unfortunately, no matter how much we complain about it, like it's not going to bring Bill and Ted back. Completely for agree. Right now. No, I completely agree. I just, I just think you know, I think there was probably a, a set of the audience already that was dismissing it because of you've yeah. taken away our beloved Bill and Ted, and you, you know, and you've taken their spot, which wasn't mm-hmm. the case really. Like, it wasn't you know, they didn't choose to do that. That's what they were asked to do, but. I do wonder if if some of the backlash was designed for that. Um, I think they, you know, the thing is, I think having a show there is really important. Yeah, definitely. You need something to either bring in people, you know, for for people that don't want to do the houses, um, and also just to break up the night as well, to give you a little bit of a break um, from just going house after house after house after house, especially if they want to bring people back. So I think they need to have some kind of you know entertainment like that there this year but it'd be interesting to see what they go with if they go with anything it's definitely great i haven't heard anything about like anything else that could be replacing or going alongside of so i'm unsure right now Mm -hmm. i don't know but hopefully we'll hear something soon so on that note, it's been another almost two hour long episode. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Every week I'm like, okay, less than an hour. People are going <laughs> to get sick of all these long episodes. But I can't help myself. Sorry. Yeah. Passionate. Yeah. And I feel like because we're every two weeks now, I hold a lot of it in for that two weeks. And us four are the worst for going off on tangents. Honestly, well. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are how we are. Yeah. We got so still ourselves have... back on track quite quickly compared yeah. to this after that, but you know. We could have been worse. Yeah. But I did have some things <laughs> that I wanted to talk about about Hagrid's magical creatures, but I will save that for the next episode because I feel like I've got a lot to talk about about that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we don't want a four hour long episode. People yeah. stop listening. Yeah, I've got to edit so, this down as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, on that note, Thank you so, so much for contributing to the episode in the Facebook group. Like, my favourite episodes are the ones where you guys put your point across so that you can be involved in the episodes too. Thank you so much for listening. 
as always we super appreciate it and we hope to see as many of you guys as possible at our meetups in london and in oh london. i thought you were gonna say yeah horror nights Woo, yeah horror nights yay <laughs> it's, so, it's already quite scary actually the amount of people that have said that they are coming or they've changed holiday dates to uh, oh, come shoot. and spend some time with us so uh, to, yeah, to, yeah to you guys thank you um oh, yeah. we'll we let you down um because we're <laughs> not anywhere near as fun as as we probably appear on here speak for uh, yourself oh yeah no i yeah, am i am whoa, i am <laughs> i am clearly just speaking for myself um no we're really excited to to meet you um we're just waiting now for tickets to be confirmed um so we know what our itinerary is going to be what nights are doing what but there'll definitely be a meetup at least on the saturday um possibly on the sunday as well we'll see but definitely on the saturday so um yeah once we've got all that finalized we will announce it on here yes so if you guys have anything to add to this week's episode or anything that you want to comment on please comment on the group or send us an email Nick, what's the email address? Uh, Universalafterdark at gmail.com. Nice and easy. And the group is the official After Dark Podcast Network Army. You're not already in our secret little club. Come and join it because we always have a laugh in there. Thank you so much, Ash, for coming on the podcast. We love having you on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Ash. Cheers, Luke. I'll, I'll say it publicly, oh God, actually. That so sad. <laughs> well, it's because it's the end of the episode. It's a sad time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bye forever, Luke. We, um, Bye. we, we could do with um, having you on Diz After Dark. We've not had you on Diz After Dark yet, have we? No, you so, haven't. So uh, let's, uh, let's arrange that for uh, sometime in the, in the near future. Yeah, definitely. Super. Right, it's, it's been done publicly now, so that means it's, it's going to happen. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, and Ash has a super cool story about Disneyland and Disney World that I really want to hear on the podcast, so I'm excited. Ooh. Yeah, spoilers. So, <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next episode. We love you so much. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash disafterdark. As well as supporting the show, there are other goodies available, including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support. Network.